Good evening and happy Thanksgiving to all of my fellow podcasters. I want to begin with saying how thankful I am for this opportunity to speak with you tonight and to share with you what's very dearest to my heart, and that's my faith. I think without my faith, I wouldn't be the woman that I am today. I don't know where I would be, but I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing, and that is furthering my education when it comes to my religious beliefs and educating not only myself, but the world with the knowledge that God is presenting before me. So tonight for Thanksgiving Eve, I want to share with you something that was shared with me back in 2020 on Father's Day, and its title is The Beatitudes. Jesus teaches the transformation of the inner person, virtues in life that lead to reward. Love becomes the motivation for the Christian. Beatitudes promise us salvation, bringing peace to our trials and tribulations on earth. Beatitudes is a possession of all the things held to be good. Opposite of beatitude is misery. Misery means being afflicted unwillingly with painful suffering. Eight Beatitudes of Jesus. Blessed are the poor in spirit, theirs is the kingdom of God. Those who mourn, they will be comforted. Meek, they shall inherit the earth. They who hunger, thirst for righteousness, they will be satisfied. Merciful, they shall obtain mercy. Pure of heart, they shall see God. All things who are persecuted, all those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Pride is the opposite of humility. Pride brings misery, anger, revenge, especially when one is offended. If every man were humble in spirit, there would be no war. St. Gregory reminds us the more one assesses in meditation of divine truth, beauty, goodness, then realizes the poverty of human nature can only be left in sorrow. Pray for the fruit of the Holy Spirit, and hopefully one day in the kingdom of joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. A humble person comes to the meek, becomes gentle, kind, exhibits a docility of spirit, even in the face of adversity and hardship. Jesus was meek and humble of heart. A person that is meek exhibits self-control. St. Augustine advises us to be meek in the face of our Lord and not resist, but be obedient to him. Obedience and submission to the will of God are certainly not in vogue these days, but they will bring us peace in the world and into the next. Justice and righteousness indicates the fulfillment of God's will in your heart and in your soul. A continuous desire for justice and moral perfection will lead one to a fulfillment, transition, conversion to holiness. 
If you hunger for temperance, you will lean towards the good you have in mind. St. Augustine called the Beatitudes the ideal for every Christian life in correspondence for the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit and their necessity in fulfilling the Beatitudes, for example, we must have the gift of fortitude, so one may be courageous in seeking social justice. Mercy is the loving disposition towards those who suffer distress. Love, compassion, forgiveness towards a family member will bring peace in your relationships. We say in our Lord's Prayer, forgive us our trespasses as we are merciful to others. Jesus reminds us, whatever you did to my brother, you did for me. So again, my brothers and sisters, on this Thanksgiving Eve, I wish you a very beautiful Thanksgiving with your family and your friends. And um, hopefully it'll be a time of great reflection for you reflecting upon the love that you have in your life with those you surround yourself with. I'm going to close with a few statements um, that were written in my uh, prayer book. And this morning I had the opportunity to do some Lexio Divina and, um, and reflect upon the words that jumped from the page to my mind so I could be more aware of them. The good and the chaste soul is happy to be filled with God, that it desires to take delight in nothing else. Blessed are the eyes that see God's works and ears that hear his word. The Lord will repay to the full those who act with pride. Let us feel the healing calm of your forgiveness. Help us to be faithful to your word and endure our exile bravely. Until we are called to the heaven, married, marriage feast, to which the Virgin Mary, exemplar of your church, has preceded us, I share now the fullness of joy when I see your face, O Lord, shepherd and guarded of our souls, we place our hope in thee. Father Patrick O'Doherty said today at Mass, holiness is a gift from God who want it. 2,000 years ago, the Jewish brethren waited for the Messiah, and this is what is known as Advent. Wheat and grapes are used at every Mass. A Dominican priest named Father William Bonnewell from the Order of Preachers, he was a preacher and a historian for the Dominican group. He wrote this beautiful story in the Magnificat that was published today, and it was titled, She Gave All She Had. Angel Gabriel entered into her presence and beheld the dazzling vi vision of spiritual beauty. He was moved to cry aloud, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. She gave all she had. Mary was informed that the child would be the long-awaited Messiah. When God chooses a person for some particular purpose, he prepares him so that he may become suitable for the end for which he was chosen. 
Since Mary was to become the temple of God, the Creator made her the beneficiary of a plenitude of grace and supernatural endowments such as befitted her for unique eminence that was to be given to her. She received a plenitude of grace such as was never bestowed on any other creature. We can readily understand then when angel Gabriel entered her presence and beheld the dazzling vision of spiritual beauty. God would be wounded for our inequities, and by his bruises we would be healed, and he would lay down his life for sin. Hence Mary knew she was being invited to live a life of sorrow and of heartbreak, that she was being offered a son, only that son might die a cruel death. Mary clearly understood that by the death of the Messiah, the whole human race would be redeemed. So measureless was Mary's love for God and her fellow men that her decision was instantly made. With the profoundest humility, Mary replied, Let it be done to me according to my word. So the Blessed Mother, again, is shown here in this beautiful story about being who she was, unique, one of a kind, holding uh, Jesus as the temple in her womb. I mean, these are just profound words. Um, we call on Mary tonight for her guidance, her peace, her protection, and more importantly, to illumine our lives with spiritual graces. I know sometimes it's really difficult to wrap our arms around faith and the spiritual realm, but Mary could help us enter into it more deeply, more profoundly, more powerfully. Mary is an important figure in the Catholic and the Muslim faith, and she should be venerated as such. And so I'm thinking about the Blessed Mother tonight and all mothers, and I'm praying for her to be an inspiration for this generation. This generation is in need of a very powerful intercessor, and I believe Mary, the Blessed Mother of God, will lead all women closer to her divine nature. May God bless you, and again, happy Thanksgiving to all of my beautiful podcasters, my followers, my family, my friends. I wish you utmost happiness and joy in Thanksgiving of the life we are given today and then the life that we will be given for all eternity. Amen.